this week on More Than Just a Trophy Wife. A lot of people don't know, but in the beginning when I first started fitness, even though I knew God said this was the plan for me, I fell on my face like hard the first year. I got completely scammed. I was like, it just was all bad the first year when I first got with a company that I thought was gonna be able to take my brand to another level. So it was crazy. And I'm like, God, what's up? I thought this is what you wanted for me. Hey, it's Isabella Levy, business mentor, speaker, and the host of More Than Just a Trophy Wife, a podcast where we talk all things reality, riches, and relationships. Let's get to it. Hey, beautiful, and welcome back to More Than Just a Trophy Wife. Today, I am joined by a beautiful soul, Letitia Gardner, who is a mum, wife to former NFL player, Rod Gardner, and the owner of Total Body 21, an amazing fitness program filled with home workouts, videos, meal plans, basically everything you need to look like <laughs> Letitia. And if you've not seen her, you just need to, because that's where your motivation will come from. So you basically know who to go to if you want to get um, your body and your mind in shape. So before we dive into this interview, you guys know that I only bring people on here that I think that are inspiring, are motivating, that are, are holding their own. And I just have to share with you that this was my favorite interview to prep for to date, mm. because Letitia really takes a stand for like reminding women that they're not alone in their struggles and that there is a way to change our hearts and perceptions on life's downfalls. And honestly, she's just living proof of that. So Letitia emphasizes the importance of having other strong, hardworking women to talk to and ask for advice. And you know, that's why we are here. So mm-hmm. today we are bringing Letitia to you and we're going to be covering all things reality, riches and relationship like we do on the show. So Letitia, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. Just before we dive in, I just want to say that you're authenticity and your vulnerability is so admirable. Like it really just like reading through your, your post and reading through like your website and your book notes itself. It made me realize the power of vulnerability again. And I think we can really forget that. So just thank you for who you are in the world and and how you show up. So starting off, In your book, A Note to Self, you Mm -hmm. referenced the quote of, you don't know how strong you are until being strong is your only option. I hadn't heard that quote in so long. And it was something that I always referred back to that got me through my difficult situations in life. And for you, you know, you went from being a single mom that you say was struggling at the time to being a successful business owner. Can you please share with myself and the audience, what was that gap between the struggle and the success? Um, You know, it's funny. And even referencing back to that quote, being strong is, you know, sometimes the only option. You don't know how strong you are until it's your only option. But, you know, sometimes we get into a place where we're comfortable. You know, maybe we're just cool where we are, we're, we're, we're comfortable and it's like, eh, you know, you don't have, you're not really hungry. You don't have a drive or a determination or a goal set that you're trying to meet. But um, when you're a single mom and you're completely on your own, it's not about you. So you're going to do um, 
what you have to do to provide for that child and, and yourself and to keep them safe and, and together. So um, as hard as it was on my own, and I probably cried every single day of being a single mom, um, you know, I had to get up and get back to it every day, regardless. So um, it is just the strength that comes from that is is unreal, even through the pain and the hard times. Um, so it was a blessing and it taught me a lot and everything. But the funny thing is I wasn't even looking for love when I met my husband. Um, and even when I got with him, he would. I was a bartender at the time. I was working nights. Um, sometimes I would work days. Sometimes I worked two jobs. I'm just providing. But when God put me in a position um, when we got married to decide who are you outside of being a struggling single mom who just does what she has to do, there's I, I have a purpose for you. But I couldn't see that. I didn't feel like I had any gifts. I wasn't hiding anything. I just didn't have a clue. I didn't have any real direction. All I knew how to do was survive. Um but when I started praying and fasting and um, and I just asked God for vision and direction, you know, he opened up this world for me that I had been doing the whole time. I didn't even see it as a business, which is crazy. I think sometimes our gifts are hidden right underneath our noses and we don't even know it because we're just so focused on everything else, you know, just trying to keep your head above water. Um, so surprisingly, when that came up, it was like, oh, wow. Oh, I can do that. Um, and the transition just began began from there. But a lot of people don't know. But in the beginning, when I first started fitness, even though I knew God said this was the plan for me, I fell on my face like hard the first year. I got completely scammed. I was like, I, it just was all bad the first year when I first got with a company that I thought was going to be able to take my brand to another level. So it was crazy. And I'm like, God, what's up? I thought this is what you wanted for me. Um, but, you know. He did. So I just had to stay obedient in that no matter how many times I fell down. And thank God, you know, it's really paid off today. So God just creates the space for everything that you've <laughs> got to go through. And I love how you said like the first year you fell flat on your face because it just teaches you so many challenges and how to overcome obstacles. And mm -hmm. yes, the resilience was already inside of you, but then there's a different type of resilience that goes into like holding your own down in business and actually like developing your own brand for yourself. So I know how much of a shift that is. And also a huge shift that I can imagine is life must have been, must have been so different then to what it is now. Huge. And it's not that, you know, reality just goes, oh, here we go. We really have to work at, okay, yeah. what was our old belief system and our old thoughts and how do we used to, to react to things and now how are we going to respond to things and how are we going to act differently in order to reprogram and train new thoughts and train a new mm -hmm. belief system? How did you consciously spot that for yourself and what did you do to train this new belief system because I know that in order to hold it down in reality and on the outside world which you do so beautifully by the way like it's oh, got to be you. inside as well no it's it's all inside honestly um even when it comes to fitness the mind doesn't do what the body doesn't I mean the the body doesn't do what the mind doesn't tell it but um you know especially for me when I got into the word because I had a completely different mindset before <laughs> before today let's just say that I I struggled with abandonment issues. I struggled with rejection. I, I had anger issues. I had a bad temper mm -hmm. and a real smart mouth. So I reacted before I thought a lot of times. And 
Um, in the middle of that, I realized that I blocked my own blessings because I held on to things that I should have let go. You know, that let go and let God is like, sounds cliche, but whew, it's freeing when you learn to do that. So when I did get into church and I got into praying and I built my relationship with God, it, it was just, it's funny how if when you allow God to really do work in you, how it will change everything. Now the things mm. I used to do, say and act, I'm just like embarrassed by it. Like, oh my God, thank God there wasn't social media back then. I wouldn't be so inspirational if you would have saw the old me, that's for sure. So Man, um, but yeah, it's funny how when he when when you get convicted and when you have that relationship with God, it just it changes it and, and you learn to truly um love God because there's a difference between being a believer and a disciple, you know. Um, and the word says, mm. if you love me, you'll keep my word. And I love God and I love the things that He's done in my life, if if nothing else, just the peace that He brings, even in hard times, because hard times don't stop coming. Um, but man, it's just a different type of level of peace that I've never felt of grace that I feel like is over me mentally and spiritually and just covers my household. So for me, it's no going back um, to the life that I lived before or a worldly mindset. Um, I think when you allow God to truly change you from the inside, you know, it's it's you don't even want to go back to the way you felt before. And that's how it is for me. Like I knew what life was like without God. and I don't want that no more. So I'm done. Yeah, you know I, I'm I hear stubborn you. and hard-headed, but you only got to teach me once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I hear lesson. you. Girl takes advice. I was the exact same in terms of I always felt like something was missing. Like I could, I could bring in the money. I could do the do the exams. I could get the good grades. I could have the perfect partner. I could like be the perfect person. Um, and the there was just that perfection wasn't there until I found God, and it was just like that missing piece was mm. just filled. And once you've, once you've got it, of course, there's, there's no going back because it's a feeling that's undescribable. Um, yeah. And it's something that, as you said, it keeps you going no matter what's happening because you know that there's just such a bigger reason behind it. But it doesn't fault that we are all humans um, and we live in the physical world. Do you ever feel like the old tendencies like crop up from time to time? Oh gosh, uh, sure. Yeah, de mm. they definitely don't just go away, but it's a matter of um, your walk spiritually because one thing about it is if you're not feeding your spirit, your flesh is going to show up, you know? Mm. So um, yeah, anytime I'm not where I need to be or if I'm not praying like I need to be, if I'm not staying connected like I need to be, you'd be surprised how much all that old stuff comes back up, whether it's old wounds or triggers or things you thought you dealt with or a mindset. For me, um, the devil loves to, you know, play with your mind. And and if I, if a bad thought comes in my mind or a bad experience in the past, and I don't immediately rebuke that and give that to God, then it's going to sit in there and it's going to linger. And it's, it's going to show itself, you know, whether mm -hmm. I attack or go off at my husband or my kids or whatever the case may be, it always reveals itself. So it's so important to always remember to just rebuke that, to pray on that immediately, because it'll show up. Um, but you got to be able to know when the enemy's trying to attack to be able to fight him. So yeah. So, yeah. So I heard like become aware of the thoughts, be conscious of them, what you do with them uh, mm -hmm. and give up and, and let, let God. And I think that that can be difficult for especially women because, mm -hmm. you know, we're all, we're all up in our feelings and we can, yeah. we can think until our 
face literally turns blue. Definitely. Um, and overthink. I, uh, over and overthink. Um, there was something that you said in terms of, you know, if you just allow it to linger, like mm-hmm. it will be there. And I think that that can cling on to your spirit. And when you're just in the conversation with your husband or you're in the conversation with, with your kids or even family, like you can feel a different energy. Mm-hmm. And you might think like, hey, why am I acting a certain way, but I'm not feeling bad, but it was because you didn't deal with something that had just happened. And then we bring that on in our lives with us. And then we're like, oh, it comes back up from what, what our husband's just about to say. And then there's a trigger there. Right. Um, so it's just so good what you said in terms of like, yes, we're human and you've got to be conscious and you've got to catch it. And that's your responsibility to give it back up to give that back up to God. So yeah, love that Letitia. One thing that you stated, which I found huge in Note to Self, mm-hmm. was the relationship that you changed with money. My money relationship in terms of it didn't matter how much money was around me. Like I always felt that I always felt that scarcity because that's what my belief system was, and that's what I was grown up in. And I was speaking to, I I speak to a lot of women and it doesn't matter, you know, how much money is around them. It's really about their relationship with money that is going to equal their abundance around them physically. Mm -hmm. So can you please tell us what your experience was when you changed your relationship with money and actually how it supported you in your success? I love that story. Yeah, you know, and it was funny, and I've been trying to figure out how to put it out there, too. It's been on my spirit to share it, but I definitely, I struggled. Um, I think like most people, when it comes to the church, people always want to say, oh, they're hypocrite, oh, they're using the money for this, or, you know, but I had to realize it has nothing to do with what they're doing. And at the end of the day, every pastor and deacon or whoever are still just men, and they've got their own battles and demons to fight regardless. It's a really about Um, me trusting God and being obedient with his word, period. So when God says speak, move um, and do that. And it's funny because I have tried probably everything you could think of when it comes to business and going into school and taking classes. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Just kind of all over the place and never really quite successful. Like I always did okay, but, but never never to where I am now. It's just, it's unreal. Um, and it was funny, even with business, I was making next to nothing when it came to it. But when I took that class, that membership class at church, because I wanted to get my daughter dedicated, I was like, um, it's, it just completely convicted me that day. And it was like, man, um, the things that they do with the money, it definitely helps. But even if they don't, I know that it was, um, it was me showing that God that I trust you in all things, you know, because it was never that I didn't believe that you should give back or anything like that. It was just, you know, being a, on my own for a long time and being a single mother. I was like, man, every dollar, every penny counts. Like, you know what I mean? So it was a, it was a fight and struggle. Um, and I think money is hard in a lot of relationships, even if you separate God in relationships, even divorce rates, it's usually financial. It's, it's money mm-hmm. is like, huge or if I make more than him or if you know it's just unfortunately it can have its evils so I think it it kind of can control you if you don't release it and um I think it's one of the biggest areas to give to God because if if he says hey I want you to give this and you're like that's a big number what you know 
you you should do it because he's going to give you 10 times back because he's just asking you to trust him. He's just asking you to be obedient Um, because at the end of the day, none of this is ours. Nothing, nothing, not this house, not this car, not the money that I make, not the business that I have, none of it. And I'm a strong believer that God will break you down. He will tear everything, take everything from you to rebuild you in his image if necessary. So it's better to just listen the first time. <laughs> but honestly, my business did not. It did nothing until I started tithing. When I when that did, when I got convicted that day and I decided that's it, I'm going to commit to tithing. I my business went bigger than I could even I I didn't couldn't even imagine. It was insane. And let me tell you, I um one month I did not tithe. And I knew I should have, and I wasn't obedient. And I was like, oh, I'm just kind of struggling this month. I just need to catch up on some things. And I put that on myself. And let me tell you something, my business dropped instantly. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. And I knew it was because I felt that everything in my spirit, I was like, I can't believe I'm going through all of this. But it's because I, I stopped trusting God in it. You can't doubt him and trust him at the same time. And I was just thinking like, oh, I was struggling back and forth. I'm like, well, is it, is it that big of a deal if I don't this time? Maybe he'll understand. But it wasn't about me understanding. It was about me trusting him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I will never do that again. But I got back on track and and he, 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 he brought it back more than I could ask for again. Like he he did it even better than he did before. So it was insane. So it was obedience was key. Now, before we move further into this episode, I wanted to share with you that the doors for my brand new program, the Trophy Life Academy are now open. I know exciting times. This is a six months coaching and mentoring program for women with successful partners who are ready to prioritize themselves and their own entrepreneurial goals. The Trophy Life Academy is going to support you in successfully stepping into your power, scaling your business to 10K months and taking your relationships to new heights. I mean, who doesn't want that? You're going to be receiving high-level coaching and mentoring from me, myself, and I, lifetime access to a membership suite, which is full of all things that you're going to need to get yourself to where you want to be. It is split into three departments, reality, riches, and relationships. As well as all of this good stuff, you're going to have access to a private community where you'll be able to ask your further questions and gain feedback from myself and the team in between your coaching calls. Now, inside of this community, you're also going to be able to connect with other incredible trophy lifers from around the world. So we got to make sure that inside this program, there are only women that are fully going for it. In order to learn more about the Trophy Life Academy and to see if it is for you, I invite you to book in a call with me at www.isabellalevy.com forward slash talk. From there, we're going to be able to get you booked in with a call and see if the program is a perfect fit for you. The quote that you just said about that you can't trust God and doubt him at the same time was just like, whew, to me, I just felt like a <laughs> breath over me. Um, <laughs> that's really eye-opening. And I hope that the listeners are uh, really soaking and absorbing that in and not just listening to it as well. You know, in business, it can, it can be that way, especially when you're, especially when you're starting out. And if you have not yet developed and found your relationship with God, I think that the doubts really can be there. But when you do let go and when you do trust, there is a different type of freeing energy, which I think allows you to be on a different frequency, which of course then is attracting in um, 
abundance and prosperity, the way that God wants you to live. Like God wants a beautiful life for you. Um, and people, you know, people are victims to their own circumstance. And I think that's what really stands out about you to me. It's that you are not just resilient, not just positive, but you have not once then mentioned your past again from the questions that I asked you. And I believe that a lot of people are stuck in that victim mode. And even if they have gained the success, like they're still there somehow. Um, and of course I would desire people to, to share it for other people's good, but you can see the shift in energy and I can just see that so much in you, um, which is beautiful. One other thing that you mentioned was the fact of finances in relationships. Now, a lot of my podcast listeners um, definitely have this, you know, their man is playing. Some of them um, either don't do anything, but they want to move into something. Um, Or, you know, some of them, some of them um, have their own thing going on, but then finances becomes a, a sticky subject. And I definitely know that me and my partner worked through that. And we have our podcast episode speaking about how we actually manage our finances. So one thing that you you and Rod represent is this partnership between you. Like yeah. you guys have to go check them out on Instagram. It <laughs> is literally so beautiful. And yeah. as my podcast listeners know, and as you'll know now, like my mission is to really support both partners in the relationship to pursue their purpose, stand in their own success, create their own income, make their own impact in whatever way. And it's not just about the amount of money that someone then brings in, but you stay, it's what both people bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Can you share with me and the listeners what you mean by what it means to bring something to the table and how women can actually step up and start doing that more than they've ever done before? Yeah. So personally, it's not always financially what people bring to the table because don't get me wrong, being a stay at home mom is is a lot of work. You know what I mean? And just because your man makes more money or if he makes some money and you don't, doesn't make you any less of an equal partner um, at all. And not in my eyes. And I get some women, um, they like to be kept, you know, they like to just be home doing their own thing and their man provides. And that's cool. I, you know, I believe a man should be a provider. Personally, I'm not that type of girl. I've always been um, someone who I feel like is a team player or I'm not that you're not a team player, but I just I love to have something for myself. I like mm-hmm. to have my own business, my own purpose. I feel like God uses me um, more than just in the household, but not any less in the household because my business is online. I work from home. So I'm still very much at home with my kids. So I create my own schedule. I don't miss a game. I don't miss a parent teacher conference. I don't miss homeschooling every day. I'm here actively in them. Like if I'm a stay at home mom, but I have an online business as well for myself. And, um, you know, I get attacked all the time on Instagram and I'm sure lots of football or athlete wives do, Oh, you're just with him for money or it is what it is. But what people don't know is um, Rod was done with the NFL when I got with him and he was dealing with a lot. He lost big in the stock market. So it was a really dark time for him. So all that NFL light and shine and money wasn't there when I came in the picture. Everything that we have today, we built off our backs together. Every single thing, every furniture in this house, everything that we have. Um, So. I just feel like when it, when it comes to um, 
when it comes to relationships, man, just be partners. Just have each other's back in all things. You know, if it gets to a place where you're making the money, because sometimes when football's over or basketball's over, whatever, whatever it is, um, it's it's hard for a man to go through to figure out what's next. And I and the divorce rate for athletes are 85%. Because a lot of times once everything is the lights and the shining stuff is gone, so are they. You know, mm-hmm. but find someone that's going to be your partner, that's going to put in on all things, that's going to meet each other right in the middle. I don't care if it's um, that's that's how we run our household. If he's taking out the trash then I'm putting the trash bag in, you know, if he's raking the lead or if he's mowing the lawn, then I'm raking the leaves. Whatever the case may be in all things is partnership. But we have to let go of this power of money. Like if you're married, it's one union. It's one union. What's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. And that's it. We didn't even do a prenup or anything like that. And I'm not saying, I don't know how everyone else works, but that, that money struggle is like, it controls people and it makes them feel like that's the way it is. Like, you know, so I, and I, I think it's sad, honestly, that that's the thing that drives people crazy because I've got girls, well, I expect my ring to look like this. I expect my wedding to be like this. I want this bag and these shoes. And it's like, none of that stuff matters. Like none of it. It's cool if you can get it. Okay. But that shouldn't be what drives you. But that's why I think having that humility is and humbleness, especially with that relationship with God, because you know, the things that's truly valuable can't be bought, you know, and mm-hmm. I'd rather live in a with someone than be lonely in a mansion with a man who's not around or who doesn't do me right you know right I think how do you how do yeah how do you and rod like have that strong partnership was there boundaries that needed to start being put in place or was it quite natural for you i know for me and my partner we've been together since we were 12 and oh, wow. he was like a real big uh, mummy's boy. When I moved in, it was like, I was trying to be this perfect person of doing absolutely everything. And then when I started my business, you know, stuff needed to change in order for me, one, to feel like a team rather than I'm doing everything, but also for me to be able to um, pursue my own passions and purpose and actually do something for, for myself. And as I stepped up, you know, he's so amazing. He stepped up um, as well. But there was definitely communication that needs to happen because there was a shift between, okay, I used to be that person. Yeah, I'm not perfect anymore. Like I'm kind of moving into to the purpose partner now instead. So right. I know that we're going to have to rewrite some rules. Like, did you guys naturally move into that? Or was there certain things that you did put in place that, of course, oh, you know, people no. always yeah, still need anything. to come back to now? Outside of the love that we had for each other and the affection, that was probably the only thing natural that happened. <laughs> we had, we were both such strong personalities, you know, so I'm kind of like, I'm a fighter. I refuse to back down, but he's a competitor, so he refuses to lose. So it was like World War Three all the time in decision making in the beginning, <laughs> honestly. And then before, in the beginning, we didn't know God. So that was different. Like it was a completely different lifestyle than where we are today. Um, even when I got, when I, when we got married, he wanted me to stop working cause I was still bartending. He wanted me to stop working at the clubs. And he was like, you know, it's just, it's not what it is. And we had just gotten to church at the time. And I was like, I'm not about to quit working. But what are you talking about? That's not, I'm no, it's not happening. And in that moment, I had to realize that God was asking me to trust him with the husband that he provided me with because my independence of being on my own and refusing to let anyone even have the opportunity to take food off my table was 
was a hard struggle for me. And I was like, no, I'm not quitting. I mean, he called the pastor on me and everything. We had to sit down and talk. And I was like, I'm not quitting. I don't really, I'm not listening to none of y'all. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it's no, I'm not doing it. But crazy part is I got pregnant like immediately. Um, right. So God was like, well, guess what? I'll make you sit down because you're not listening to nobody. So now I had no choice but to do it. But I was, my defense was up, but my husband, you know, he was like, man, I just know there's so much more to you than just this, you know, but this is bringing enough money for you to feel like you don't have to focus on anything else or to branch off into what's next, you know, because this is not a lifetime job. I'm like, that's true. But I wasn't trying to hear at the time, not to mention I was pretty young when I got with my husband, but I was like, man, whatever. So then finances and I, and, and that was my biggest thing. I felt like, no, you're just trying to control me because you'll be the breadwinner and then you have to stay so it was it was a fight it was a fight I was like nope I'm not doing it um and it was an argument a couple of times because if I felt like even after after I had my daughter I went back to work I started working for a law firm so I was out the clubs and everything I was going to school and I was trying to have something for myself because I, it made me feel like it made me feel less than not having anything um, so it was a battle I felt inside, but sometimes he would be like, well, you're not bringing nothing to the table so I can decide this. Oh, he said that one time and I took it way too far. And I said, what? So it was just like, it was just crazy. Um, he apologized. He's still apologizing for that one. Uh, <laughs> so it, was a, it was a real battle coming together, um, financially and me feeling secure so we had to put a lot of things in boundaries so when I started making money again and he had his and because we just had one account but be, after that comment it just messed me up it just really messed me up and I was just like no so he had to give me the freedom to feel safe again financially um, because mm -hmm. for a while I mean he had to understand that I struggled with giving him that complete control and not that I didn't trust him or God it just was a battle that I was fighting so he had to give me the freedom to say, okay, look, have your account, make your money. You can make decisions on your own, you know, but let's just come together when it, when it matters, you know? So him giving me that freedom and just pausing and not forcing me to like have joint accounts or forcing me to, to put everything together made me comfortable. And over some time, it created a space to be like, Whew, okay, we can have all this. You have access to this. I have access to that. We can tell each other everything. And it was cool, but it was a process that took, that took about a year before I could come yeah. back together with him. I think the importance of relationship, especially with money, you have to allow someone to just feel safe um, and secure in it. Um, Absolutely. Force that together. One million percent. Like in in marriage it's not that you're just getting married or when you move in or if you're in a partnership it's not no. just that you're like merging money stories together you're merging everything together and people can just see it as an account well that account can trigger the f out of me because it yeah, may just be absolutely. you know reflecting something else inside of me mm -hmm. um and women aren't conscious of why they actually feel a certain type of way around things. And I think the more that we understand of, you know, why the trigger is there, but we actually do something with it. And as you said, don't allow it to linger, like find right. out, okay, your energy feels off in this situation. Why? I'm not saying you need to go shout, shout at your, shout at your partner, but get right. yourself a journal and speak with yourself and find yeah. out what comes up. 
And women need to allow themselves more time and, and space and freedom to do just that rather than... And they need to be with partners to who allow else. them to do that too. Nothing is mm-hmm. forced. You know, he can't force me to do anything. And and I can't force him to do anything. So giving your, having those tough conversations with yourself, like, why does this bother me so much? And then having a partner giving you the space to figure that out for yourself instead of trying to fix it for you or force it on you is is key too. Yeah, I mean, God gives everyone everything they need to feel safe and secure. They just mm-hmm. got to find that within themselves. Yes. Um, and, you know, the word independent should have never even been a word anyway, right? Like the only reason why it is a word is because we used to be dependent on the man because we couldn't work and we couldn't have the bank account. And the the independence represents something so strong for a, for a woman now. And I think that men also have to give us space in order to explore that more because we're so powerful. You know, we are, we are so we are. powerful. And if we, as, you know, as a partnership, do our individual things like have our own goals our own aspirations but then beautifully merge that together you just become a power couple like that is actually what creates in my definition a power couple when both people are going after their own trophy while supporting each other and getting theirs too um for me it's something that's that's special and I think it still stands out like I don't know if you feel that but if I do come across like uh, a couple that I can see like hey, they're making stuff happen between them and in the world as well. It still hits me like with a really big um, smile and like a yes, because it's it's not natural. And I don't believe it's the it's the norm yet. No, sadly, you'd be surprised because a lot of times um, it, in my relationship, we believe doing it all together. We feel like we're stronger together than we are apart in all things. Um, and I feel like that's one thing God has showed us early on. But a lot of couples that we see, because we think that we're the normal, right? We get around the couples and then we're like, dang, y'all don't actually like hanging out together or y'all don't get involved in each other's businesses and stuff like that or decision making. It's kind of like, oh, well, that's interesting because for us, that's what we do. Like we're both in fitness. But, you know, a lot of couples will get into stuff where you know, one is in a completely different world than the other one. And you don't even know what's going on in that world or this one. And and your work lives are just crazy and different. So it's hard to work, walk as one union. Like for us, it's a whole family affair all the time. Like even my daughter now is joining, she's doing a teen program um, in fitness. So it's the whole family. Yeah. So that's dope. Right. And, um, and I don't know. So we're everything is like a family affair. When us, when we started building our foundation, it was like it's us. Everything we do is us. Don't we have our own little hobbies or things outside of each other? But we truly, truly feel like we are stronger together. So we can build an empire together. That's what we're gonna do. And that's why us teaching even our oldest daughter right now entrepreneurship, so that she does because she's at an age where like, I want to go work. I want to make my own money. Well, it's better for you to work, you know, to have your own business right now. These kids these days are doing it. So we're trying to show her that. Yeah, you can you can see the um, the connection between you all. Um, And I pray that on more families as well. Like I really do pray that the their mums and dads are just as cool as you two and that they can really create something for for their family and not just themselves. So 
One thing that definitely stands out about you and Rod is your beautiful physiques. And <laughs> I want you. to dive into the fitness more because fitness is my therapy. You know, people are like, how do you work out every day? I don't know, because I might kill someone if I don't. <laughs> right. um, so, so I think, yeah. So that actually, you know, my, my fitness journey was something that got me out of, you know, an anxiety and sleepless nights and and mm. all of that. And it brought me into a new way of being and a new way of seeing things and also just to, to release. Can you share with the audience why you believe fitness is so essential to people's lives? You know, I, I feel like it's mind, body and soul. And one thing about women, when we feel good, like when we look good, when we get that dress on or we feeling good, our makeup, our hair is done, man, we, we feel like we can take over the world. I'm looking good. <laughs> Listen, you can't tell me nothing right now. Like the confidence is up, your head is high, your smile is brighter. You just feel good because the glow is from the inside, you know, mm -hmm. and it's when that outside matches, you feel unstoppable. Um, right. so, and I just want to promote that for women because that's how I feel. Let's be the hottest girl in the room in every single room, you know, mm -hmm. and even if, I mean, it's always going to be a prettier girl or a better body, but I don't, but don't focus on any of that. Just focus on mm -hmm. how good you feel right now. And, um, you know, statistics say that once you get married and you start having kids, you get a partner, you let yourself go. And I'm mm -hmm. trying to change that. I'm like, no, screw that. We need to look better than mm -hmm. these single chicks. Because they're out here. They're ready. <laughs> they can cook and, and clean too, people. Listen, they can cook and clean too. So I just feel like uh, I love, I love, I love when I get dressed or however my husband looks at me like I'm still the hottest girl in the room to him because I still maintain myself. And and, and I, I get that women feel like, well, you should love me for who I am. You know, things change. Your body changes. And it does. Don't get me wrong. And I believe they do. But we're going to be real men are visual creatures they are what mm -hmm. they are so it does matter to them if we keep ourselves up or not so i feel Absolutely. like we owe it to not just them but ourselves to just you know to feel good what what bother what bad what baffles me and and when women let themselves go in relationships and then as soon as they're single they go super hard on their body and now i'm about to look super fine looking good like why didn't you put that same energy in for him that you're right. about to do for the new guy and then let that go again when you get into a relationship. You know, just stay right. fun the whole time. That's all I'm saying. Because, and I just want women to know that it's possible. Look, I've had mm -hmm. two kids. You can do this. I'm, I'm going to be 35. You know, I'm going on 11 years with Rod. So you can still be just as fine as you want to be. I feel like I look better now than I did before kids. So, you look incredible. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So yeah. I just think it's about, um, I, I believe happy women aren't hating. So I just want everyone to look good and feel good. And I think that will make the world a happier place. Absolutely. And be good. Don't forget that. So I'm definitely going to be getting my glow on. I'm going to be joining you for 21 days, for 21 yes. minutes a day um, to switch up my workout routine at the moment. And if you guys are listening to this in real time, you know, these quarantine times and not being able to go to the gym, my workouts are so 
repetitive. Um, so I'm happy that, you know, Total Body 21 has come along. I'm going to be getting myself signed up. So if you want to join me and Letitia, then make sure you get yourself signed up as well. Letitia, where can they go to to sign themselves up and also to connect with you further? Yeah, they can um, definitely hit me up either on the website or on my Instagram, Letitia Marie Gardner. And um, the website is totalbody21.com. There is a different workout routine to do every single day. It's all in video form, so it's super easy to follow along with. So you won't get super bored. It won't be very repetitive. And it's not easy. So don't think that you need a gym to get in shape. Trust me, these results are real. I cannot wait, Letitia. Thank you so much for being on the show. All your links will be dropped in the description. So please guys, come and join me and make sure that you tag me and Letitia in your Total Body 21 workouts.